Hey friends, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to another bonus episode of Simple Saturdays. I was just so excited to share this topic that I thought I would just record it and get it out there to you guys. If I sound different today, it is because my recording software doesn't work now that I have updated my computer. But don't worry, I'm a nerd and I figured out a workaround. So I just wanted to get this recorded, wanted to get it done. I just went out for the day into the big city did some shopping, got the kids like winter boots, that kind of thing. I also scored a super cheap Christmas present for my son. So I'm excited to kind of get started collecting the Christmas presents. I know it's so early, it's not even Halloween and I'm talking about Christmas. I'm sorry, I'm as bad as Costco, but I just wanna be prepared. I really appreciate that. And I'm gonna quickly record this and then run out and grab the kids from the bus after school. So here we are, I wanna talk about Haig Huga however you want to pronounce it. I'll tell you how it's spelled. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. You've probably seen this word floating around the internet, especially on Pinterest, and it is a Danish word. It doesn't have a direct English translation, but the underlying sentiment of the word is an atmosphere of connection and comfort and contentment. And if you're a type nine like me on the Enneagram, this is kind of your default mode. That's probably why I was drawn to it so much. So Huga, it's kind of a result of the political, educational, and social climate in Denmark. It's it's who they are, it's in their makeup. Because of the um, ability to have great healthcare, a very even tax structure, there's not a lot of hustling, there's not a lot of striving. It's just a very simple um, playing field in terms of socioeconomic status. And also within even homes and gatherings, there is an equality that is kind of inherent in the conversation. It's There's not as much as a hierarchy as there is that we would experience here in North America. So to give you a, paint you a picture of what Huga is, it's that feeling you get when things feel simple, you feel content, you feel connected, and it's kind of that feeling you get when you're like sitting around with your friends at a cafe and it's kind of like slow and meaningful conversations or something simple like eating peanut butter and jam beside your partner on the couch with candles, or a home-cooked meal that you take out and have a picnic with your kids. You know, I feel huga when I am walking through the house at the end of the night and it's dark and I can hear the dryer running and I peek in on my kids sleeping. It's just these really simple things that are happening every day when we have these moments of simplicity and connection with one another. So I do want to compare it to minimalism because I blog a lot about minimalism, but Huga is actually probably where I lean more towards now that I have finished decluttering my home. And I'll talk about some of the big contrasts and uh, similarities I see between the two. So one big thing off the bat is we know minimalism looks different for everyone. Some people do it to be frugal, some want to be environmentally friendly, some want to challenge themselves for less and less, some want to avoid consumerism. And Huga seems to be a similar experience for most everybody who embraces it. But where they are crossing paths here is that they focus on the heart of living rather than the hustle of living. When it comes to owning less, minimalists are evaluating their possessions based on what is practical, valuable, what is beautiful. And with Huga, Possessions have a meaning, mementos have a meaning, there is a sentiment and a, and a nostalgia with things. So that little 
a mug on the shelf, it means something, whereas a minimalist might not see any need to have a mug on the shelf. So I feel like with minimalism, there's less room to be frivolous, but with Haig, Huga, there's kind of a simple frivolousness that that means something, like memories are evoked and sentiment and warmth is brought in their possessions. When it comes to making a home or viewing your home, minimalism has an emphasis on using your space for living rather than just storing your stuff. And we take control of our homes when we are practicing minimalism in terms of how we manage our possessions. With Huga, there's more of a view on home being a state of mind. With Huga, home can be made in the woods, in the workplace, in the backyard. When it comes to doing less, in minimalism, there is an emphasis on doing less of the stuff that you don't love or doesn't serve, serve a purpose in your life. And as a minimalist sorts through what is important in their home, they sort through what is important and how they spend their time. In reading about Denmark, it seems that there is less of this hustle culture. There's less of a drive to increase your income or become a hashtag lady boss, working overtime, through lunch breaks, side hustles, etc. It just isn't a way of life in Denmark in the way that we see it in North America. There might be a lean towards productivity and minimalism and spending your time productively. In Huga, there is more of a lean towards presence and letting your life slow down. Huga has a priority for setting time aside, for simply just being with one another and being in a relaxed setting. And then when it comes to bringing stuff into your home, to buying less, both minimalism and huga, they resist excessive consumption. There's a practical stance on what you need. And both of these have a respect for things that are practical and well-made. But the difference I see here is that huga is a culture that isn't necessarily interested in luxury items. There's quality in everything, but not kind of buying your way into luxury, where minimalism allows more space for that, though not every minimalist feels this way. In reading about Huga, what struck me the most, because of the educational, political, and socioeconomic culture in Denmark, there is a sense of identity, of peace with oneself, that seems to be nurtured from childhood. I don't think minimalism touches on the art of gathering or conversations, at least not to the degree that Huga does. When the Danes gather, there is a harmony, a belonging, a trust, and ease. There is no competition nobody needing to control the conversation or exemplify their status. There's a respect for the individuality, giving full attention to one another and allowing everyone mutual place in the conversation regardless of age. I think this reflects their values of lightheartedness, equality, and authenticity. So if you go on Pinterest, you're going to search Huga, you're going to see a lot of cozy fires and wool socks and candles, all the candles. But when you really dig into Huga, what you will find is a way of life. And I think it comes down to these three principal mindsets. Find coziness by slowing down. When you slow down, you can become aware of the space you are in and you can invest a little bit in making it into a cozy spot, an oasis, no matter where you are. Keep it simple for contentment. And I don't just mean decluttering, I mean paying attention to what is simple that brings you contentment. Simple gatherings, simple hobbies, simple pleasures and simple activities they all make space for contentment to grow. You know, a bowl of popcorn on the couch with your kids or walking with a friend. These are all simple things that can bring you a lot of contentment into your life. And finally, show up for connectedness. Hoog makes a point of meeting up for coffee and gathering around the dinner table or sitting with your spouse at the end of each night. 
In North America, we live in a culture where it is so easy to isolate yourself and just socialize online. And we think we counteract this by attending the odd great big gathering where we all show up and greet each other. But if, if we want hookah in our life some more, we need to show up for conversations. And in doing so, we invite space for other people to show up and have conversations and grow community as well. I know I've been switching between hi, huga, huga, hug. I don't even know what I have just said the past eight minutes, but you do. I hope you are on board with me here. And I think huga is something just really beautiful that you can think about bringing into your everyday life already. You know, just sitting in the lamplight with a blanket on your lap. That's a great feeling. Just going out for a walk with your kids and, and picking up leaves. Such a great way to have huga. And I'll link in the show notes, I have a list of 30 ways that you can huga this autumn and winter. So the cold months are a great time to get cozy and connected. And the summer months are too, but let's make a great list of all the things you can do this winter to kind of keep that sentiment alive. You can even use this list of 30 as a monthly challenge and do one a day. I'd love to hear your thoughts about what you think about Huga. Stop by the Facebook community group. There's a link in the show notes if you want to join that or find me on Instagram. I'm at simpleonpurpose.ca. Have a great week.